I was so depraved. I went astray. The cost was great. I couldn't pay. It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success. Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get set, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my Top secrets of successful individuals and institutions. Amen. I slept five minutes to 2 a.m. because I was still picking which 12 things to talk about. So this message is loaded. It is loaded. Now this month we have written a lot of notes <laughs> and today will be another session. Praise Jesus. Yeah. 12 secrets of successful individuals and institutions. This month it's our month of employing strategy over strength. My guarantee to success. Amen. That means we are learning how to make more use of your mind, your mental capacity, your mental power than you use your muscles, than you use your physical strength. So any work you are doing that is laborious based on your muscles, rather than being laborious based on your mind. It's not worth it. Same message. So, I want you to ask the person close to you, do you use your mind the more or your muscles the more? Ask the person. Ask the person. How many of you have seen Joseph Sinai Japan driving a bola car before? He's the CEO of a bola limited, but he does not drive Bola car. Somebody else is driving the Bola car. That person is using more muscles, but he's the one making the money. Don't bring it up that life is not fair. Life has always not been fair. Life works for those who have seen the secrets and apply them. Bible said, it is not him that will it, nor him that run it. It's not about passing or running. It is God that showed mercy. Mercy is shown in judgment. Judgment is the ability to use instructions rightly. It falls back to instructions. It falls back to knowledge. So, I want you to recognize that you have to find yourself at a place where you are employing more of your mind than more of your muscles. When Donald Trump said Africans, Africa is a shithole and uh, Africans are only strong on the bed and uh, he said two things. Eating. He said our energy is found in eating and having sex. Most people were um, angry. I don't know why they were angry because it is the truth. Asians use their mind. Americans have always used their mind. Europeans have always been the head of every civilization. 
That has not been the case of Africa. That's why we play World Cup with 11 giants, then we lose 10 nil. We field 11 big bodies on the field, then we still lose 10 nil. It's not massive. Say forgive. You, you have to come to the realm where you see the unique place of strategy over strength. So going to work every day up and down without employing strategy will let you be tired and sick and disappointed and frustrated at the end of the day. Now, if somebody's rising up in life gradually and the person does not have any inheritance, and there is another person who is rising up gradually and the person has inheritance from the father. Which one of them would do well in life? The one who has inheritance. You see, when you have inheritance, what you should have fought for, you already have it. It becomes a cushion. It becomes a foundation for you to go higher. Strategy is having inheritance. What does that mean? You, you would have used your strength to get the car. You would have employed your strength to get a house. You would have employed your strength to get a room. But it has been provided for by a generation that came ahead of you. So you stand on that. It is strategy. It is no longer your strength. Then you build up. So that's why those who keep going to Achimota school and some of the other schools always seem to have an advantage over the Osses and the Hesses and the Bumste and the Afro, 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 Afro Shes. There is no way all things being equal. Why? Their fathers have already laid the connection. Their fathers have already laid the foundation. You did not have it like that decide to create that for your children. Decide to create that for your children. Hallelujah. Ask the person close to you, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Ask the people, are you ready? Are you ready? I want you to understand that it takes sacrifice to build anything you want to build. It takes sacrifice to build anything you want to build. A man who does not want to sacrifice does not want to eat. You have to sacrifice. You have to make the sacrifice. You have to keep making the sacrifice. You have to keep sowing the seeds of diligence. You have to keep preparing. You are tired, but you are preparing. There are two athletes that I love most, Cristiano Ronaldo and Hussein Bolt. And I was watching a documentary of Hussein Bolt where after winning the 100 meter race, 200 meter race and the baton in one tournament, they were celebrating in their room when the coach knocked on their door. Sleep. It is time to sleep. They cut the celebration. Put the wine down, put the pizza down. Turn the lights off, sleep. What is that? Sacrifice. You don't, miss, you don't add pleasure to work. But there are people, even when they are working, they are eating. They don't know the difference between pleasure and work. You make the sacrifice. You make sure that you are finding yourself where you want to find yourself in the future. 
by sowing the seeds that will take you there. Praise Jesus. Yeah. So I want to lay two foundations, then we start. Praise God. Now, somebody may be asking, why is it important for us to learn from successful people? Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Why is it important for us to learn from people who have succeeded? From people who have broken through? From people who have made impact? Jesus. Are you there? Hebrews 6, 12. But do not be slothful, but followers of them. Somebody say followers. Followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. You see, you are trying to inherit something. You are trying to get something. There are people who have gone ahead of you who have inherited what you are looking for. That means that when you imitate them, you can possess what they possessed. When you model your life after them, you can carry what they carried. So Bible said, be imitators of them who through faith. What is faith? The product of knowledge. Eh? You know that. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word. Who through faith, that is who through the systems of thinking. Who through the systems of planning. Who through the systems of organization inherited the promises. That means that you inherit promises by the strength of your knowledge. And these people have inherited what you are looking for. Better look at them. Better follow them to get what you want to get. If somebody went to SHS and had ATs and went to the university and the person is speaking to you about how to study, he carries more weight than somebody who has not gone to school. Because the person who has gone to school is, is not just having an experience of it, but he's an expert at that by reason of results. So if you want to learn about successful businesses, you don't learn about businesses that are struggling. You want to learn about successful marriages, you don't learn from marriages that are broken down. They cannot give you what they are asking. Peter said, what I have, I give unto you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. You can only give what you have. You can only give what you have. So if you have success, you can teach other people the principles. If you have made success in the area, you can bring people to speed in that area. So that is where you have to learn. And they are the people you have to focus on. That's why in my ministry, models are important. Mentors are important. Because they have charted the path that you want to navigate. They have made way on the road that you want to travel. People like Pastor Dr. Matthew Ashimalo, when he started church, within three months, the church was 300 people. Within four years, they were running to 1,005. Within seven years, they were running to 12,000. In London, foreign land, a land that is hyper-racist. He raised the congregation. More than 30,000 people on the go within 15 years. Is somebody you want to do ministry, you learn from. Not a Pia da Costa. Not a Pia da Costa who doesn't have the proofs. It is not a sign that you are 
being obnoxious or discriminating. You are finding the values that works. You are finding the principles that works. If it is time for you to learn mass, you don't go and call pre-tech teacher. And if you go and call mass teacher, you are not discriminating against pre-tech teacher. Why? Because he does not have the models to shape you into what you should become by reason of mathematics. Are you following? So, who through faith and patience they inherited the promises. The Bible said, be imitators of them. That means that copying people is a good thing. People don't know. It is only at the exam hall that when you copy is wrong. Because the same notes that you are copying somebody in the exam hall is the same notes the teacher copied from the textbook to the board. And it's the same notes that all the students copied from the board to their books. It is not the copying that is wrong. It is the time and the place of copying. So if it is not in the exam hall, then you, are, you have the legitimacy to copy. Why? Who through faith and patience have inherited? Your science teacher, the one who is copying from the author, who is the authority in that subject, is copying the note from the book to the board. And he tells you, everybody must what? Copy the notes. That's the only way to make it happen. That's the only way to make it happen. Unfortunately, people have an understanding that if you have to be original, it means that don't do anything that people are doing. That's so stupid. Then you won't wear clothes. You won't bath. Because before you were born, people were doing that. Before you won't eat. You, know, you won't even use your name on you. Most of the things that we are doing are things people have done ahead of us. You want to get it the way they have gotten it, you better copy. Look at somebody, tell the person, better copy now, better copy. Tell somebody, it is time to copy, it is time to copy. If your own is not working, find what is working and copy it. Simple. When you were learning how to cook, the ladies, didn't you copy your mother's? They say slice the tomato this way. You did it. They say slice the onion this way. They say blend the pepper. You say I want to use. They slap your back. They say come on do it the way I'm teaching you. What are they telling you? Copy. Copy until when? Until you can produce the results that I have. That's how come for me personally even if I am blind and I eat food I can tell who prepared it. I know how my beloved's food tastes. I know how my mother's food tastes. I know how my sister's food tastes. And I know how the other tastes. So even if I don't, I was not there when they were cooking. And by the time I put my hand in the food, I taste one. I said, this is from this camp. They say, how did you know? I said, my, the taste bad is working. You copy unto excellence. There is nothing wrong with copying. So in line of your assignment, I want you to understand that you have to copy. You have to imitate those who have the results you are looking for. Praise Jesus. You say, I don't want to do it like they are doing it. I want to do something different. Where something different means that I rebel against systems. For foolish people, something different means rebel against systems. For foolish people, something different means that if we are all going on the right road, go on the wrong road to prove you are doing something different. 
that will not work. It does not work like that. You don't have to go on the wrong trajectory in order to do something different. That's why I said the next innovation will not be so different from the current one. It will just be a formulation of either a new project or system that will speed up some kind of processes or efficiency. You see, I'm manufacturing drugs. All the drugs, we, we are swallowing it through our mouth, but my own, when you step on it, it will enter your body. That's how Kantanke's car are still looking at him. That's how the cars he has manufactured are still watching him. You want to do something stupid, you will buy it yourself. You want to manufacture TV, you have to clap your hand for volume to go up. What if you put that TV in a compound house and children are playing? How will you sleep? You clap your hands, it's up. You manufacture car, it comes back, it's speaking to you. How do you send that car to Korea? Want to do something different, it has become stupid. Ask the person close to you, what different thing are you trying to do? Ask the person. Ask the person. Say, I will wear my singlet down and my panty up. Pantine straight. They say, admit him. Quickly. Be imitators of those who have the resource you are looking for. Why is that important? Because the company you work in defines your conversation. The company you work in defines your conversation. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 10. I see somebody shining in the name of Jesus. Oh, your amen is looking for my trouble this morning. I say, I see somebody shining in the name of Jesus. My goodness. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 10. Are you there? And when they came thither to the hill, behold, a company of prophets met him. And the Spirit of God came upon him and he prophesied among them. Have you seen that? Do you see the principle at work? The company that you fall in determines your conversation. Your language is not different from your association. If you are working with five millionaires, there, there is 99% chance that you become the seat millionaire. If you are working with five wise people, you become the seventh one. If you are working with six foolish people, you become the seventh one. Irrespective of your prayer and your fasting. Because the company you fall in determines your conversation. It determines what you talk about. It determines your conviction. It determines what you think is true. It determines your clarity of purpose. And as it is determining your conversation, it is becoming the pivot of your imagination. As you keep hearing the thing, it becomes your mindset. As it becomes your mindset, it becomes your life. So, if you are an eagle and you want to fly with eagles, you don't find yourself with vultures and sparrows. And in fact, the law of life stipulates that you attract your kind. That means that if you are an excellent person, excellent people will find their way to connect to you. That means that if you are successful at what you do, other successful people will find their way to connect to you. That means that if you are intelligent, other intelligent people will find, because in the, in the 
course of your discussion, in the course of how you do things, the people will see certain things that click with them. So if you look at your friends and you don't like your friends and the life they are living, you are a picture of that. That's why they are your friends in the first place. That's it. That's it. And some people keep playing the fool around it. They are not my friend. They are not my friend. But you're always with them. What are they? They are your bad. They are not my friend. They are not my friend. But they are the people you are chatting with on WhatsApp. They are the people you are talking to on Instagram. They are the people you are playing with on Facebook. They are the people you are visiting their house. They are the people you know that if there is something that comes up, you have to contact them. You keep saying they are not your friends. You are only lying to yourself. And you are trying to abuse the reality of things. Say mercy. Better change now. Better change now. So your company defines your conversation. So if you are finding yourself in the company of successful people, success becomes your conversation. And when success becomes your conversation and your imagination, it will definitely become your reality. I thank God so much for my father in the ministry and for the exploit he's achieving at his level. 13 years of full-time ministry. I just came in three months. We are going on our four months. You can see many things that work there that work here. What is that? It is the kind of company that you keep. So important. And you have to make the sacrifice to keep that company. Yeah. When the plane is about to move, they don't come and the plane don't they don't call you at your house that are you coming. They work with time. You have to get to the plane in order to go up. With or without you, the plane is going up. With or without you, the plane is going up. That's so important. So you that you are below, it is your work to make sure that you are relating with the people who are going up. Because with or without you, they are going up. That's so painful, but it's so real. Ask the person close to you, what is the name of your best friend? Ask the person. Ask the person. Is it Jezebel or Lucifer? Ask the person. Let him mention the name of the person to you. Is it Ahitophel or, or, or Agradawan? Ask the person. Can we start now? Twelve. I have read several business books to come to these conclusions. I have read many history books to come to these conclusions. I have read many financial books to come to these conclusions. And I have studied the Bible to back all of them with kingdom values. So don't joke with my message. Can't you see that I'm already tired? This is not how I speak. Just to put a good message together. I was listening to Apostle Joshua Selman at dawn. I couldn't sleep. The man said, if your life is not valuable, when people give you money, they say you have robbed them. Hi. I said, Lord, change my life. 1 a.m. I was praying. Lord, change my life. What is it that somebody can give you? A person goes home, the person regrets. I wish I thought about it twice. What does it mean? 
you don't deserve it. But there are kings that people go them and they, they beg them, accept all offer. Please take it like that. I asked a question the last time. When you meet Bill Gates today and you, are, you want to donate to his foundation, how much will you give him? Jesus. Father, grant me the strength to stay by these principles. Lift up your voice. Let's pray. You know how we do church here. Lift up your voice. Let's pray. Father, grant me the strength to stay true to these principles. Lift up your voice. Are you praying at all? Father, grant me the grace to stay true to these principles. Matale de boko seke nene maseka na maye. In the name of Jesus. Uh, so the vision is not to look nice, but to have a nice life. That's it. I say it's better that you are not chairman that you have chair in your house than you are chairman that you don't have chair. Titles don't change anything. Mantles are greater than titles. Results are more important than reputation. So to look like something without having it is a sham. It's a sham. That will not be your story. Let's start. I'm sure some of you will be very surprised by some of these principles. Yeah, but let, let's go on. Where do I start from? <laughs> oh, Jehovah. I don't know where to start from. Before I want to start from something that you will like and make you happy before I take you in. But all of them look like dangerous points, so I'm still revising my notes. I don't want to kill you by the first point. How will you go through the seat one? One, personal responsibility and choices. The secrets of personal responsibility and choices. To a large extent, what becomes of your life is what you do with your life. Did you hear what I said? What becomes of your life is what? It's a product of what? What you do with your life. There are people who are younger than you who have become more successful than you. There are people who are younger than me who have become more successful than me. I saw a certain young man of God who started his church from uh, it was uh, an empty field, eh? an empty field, just empty like that. And uh, his father is in the ministry, so he started the branch of it in Accra. The church is like is it nine years old, or, and the church looks like a standard church. Their music, their ACs, their light, their people, their numbers, standard church. Standard church. And if he will be older than me, he will not be more than two years. 
I don't think so. So sometimes I peep on his IG page and I look at things. I say, how did they make it to this level? The fact that his father is a pastor does not mean that's the reason why he has made it. There are people whose fathers are there are people whose fathers are headmaster. They are last in economics. It doesn't change it. It means that those people have the value system. They have the principles that have produced the results. I said, Jehovah, I want to have an opportunity to be close to this young man and ask him questions and find answers. How do you build a ministry like that? With numbers, with impact, with results. Not a rented place, his own place. His own place. So wherever you find yourself, there are people who are doing better than you. And I keep acknowledging the people who have gone ahead of me who do better than me. Some who are older than me, younger than me. I don't give a damn about age. It's results. But the kind of results he has can be related to the responsibility he has laid on himself. You see, if you, if you are responsible, it means that you have a respect for rules. But if you don't know the rules of engagement, you cannot be responsible in that area. So what has he been taught? What has he indoctrinated that is producing that result? It's not shouting, it's impact. So in your own line of duty, I want you to recognize that there are people who are doing better than you. And when you look at their lives, you see they are responsible for what they do. You see, unfortunately, in all the world, when you are talking about continents and you are talking about people who believe in magic, it's Africa and Asia. And they are the two poorest. We feel that somehow, some way, we will wake up one day and God has done it. But it is not true. We will create the space for what God can do. Bible said, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can think and imagine according to his power that worketh in Christ. You, he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above what you can think. If you cannot think, he cannot do anything. It takes your thinking capacity to create the platform for what God can do as miracle. So, Africa, we believe in things that are not real. If you buy red uh, uh, cloth and you put it in a pot and you add blood to it and you sleep, nobody will take your car. People have done that. They have taken their cars. People have done when they wake up, they were not in their room themselves. Superstition, fear without substance. If you drop this money and you give it right now, within the next tomorrow, every debt in your life will be cancelled. Sometimes it's, it's just it's just the magic wand that we were looking for. If you watch movies, you watch toys and those things, you see that they have a magic sometimes, Aladdin, they have a magic wand, they have a stick. When you stretch it on an old house, it turns into new. You say, child, my God will do this. When they stretch on an old car, it turns to new. You say, I'm getting that Cadillac. That is toys. It does not happen. So the people who are succeeding have taken responsibility for their lives. What does that mean? They know that I have a part to play in what I will become. The kingdom of God 
thrives on a reward system. That means that the more you are playing by the kingdom values, the more God rewards you. That is why even though we are all children of God, we are not all rewarded in the same way and by the same things. Because the values that we are applying in our respective lives are different. So, as I was researching, one of the things that kept coming over and over again is that the successful people who have also been able to build successful businesses and successful organizations were people who were responsible for their lives. What does that mean? If there is blame, I don't have to shift it. Why are you poor? My father was poor. There are people whose fathers were poor. They are rich. Honorable Kenny Japan's father was not a rich man. There are people whose fathers were very poor, but they have broken through all around. So the fact that your father is poor is not the reason why you should be poor. Your case is even different because he has taken you to school to acquire knowledge that he did not have. So what is your excuse? I want you to write this down. A lot depends on me. A lot depends on me. A lot depends on me. How many depends on you? A lot. A lot. You understand a lot. There are many, many things. Yeah. Let's look at these scriptures. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 4. Holy Spirit, help us. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 4. Are you there? Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 4. <laughs> Are you there? Verse 4 to 9. I want you to look at these verses. I made me great works. Have you seen that? Now, who made Solomon great works? <laughs> he himself made him great works. Do you, do you know what he means? He's responsible for the works that are happening in his life. I builded me houses. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? So whose responsibility it is to build houses? Say me. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I waited on my uncle to die for I to inherit my uncle thy house. I builded me houses. No house. No house. Houses. Bishop Dark said something on Thursday. One of his messages I was listening to that I was crying. He said, by 29 years, you should move to your house. My face towel just dropped. I said, what? He said, by 29 years, you should move to your house. I'm 29 years. Jehovah. Where was this message? I would have used the money I used to start the church to build my house and sleep in it for us to do church under mango tree. So that when I hear this preaching, I'll be comfortable and encouraged. Praise Jesus. Uh, you are lucky. All of you, you are lucky I didn't hear that message earlier. You being under this, at this time, sparrows and vultures. <laughs> singing praises with us at Anumabo. That place land is cheap. My goodness. 
Look at the person close to you. Ask the person, how old are you? How old are you? Don't turn it into a fight. We did not say fight. We, it's just a question. We didn't say fight. I builded me houses. I planted me vineyards. Hey, have you seen that? That is success in the realm of agricultural productivity. I made me gardens. Have you seen that? And orchards. And I planted trees in them of all kind of fruits. I made me pools of water. Someday in the future, your house must have some pool in it. You use the scripture to decorate your house. Dr. Mike Murdoch said that he has more than 50 speakers in his house on the compound. Speakers. Huge spinners. Do you know what the speakers do? They play music for him. He wakes up in that atmosphere of music. No wonder he's written more than 700 books. He has pools in his house. Ah, Solomonic grace. Go to other places. A Buddha, a Buddha. A Buddha is absent. We are reading the word though. <laughs> I made me pools of water to water there with the wood that bringeth forth trees. I got me servants and maids. Have you seen that? Are you seeing the Bible this morning? It's I made me, I made me, I made me. Do you see that? Now, is he a sign that Solomon is proud? He should have said, God did these things for me. He said, I am showing you another thing that you have to know. That it's not all about God. These are decisions I took to do them. In the name of God who do, we have created so many lazy and utterly useless people waiting on God without doing anything about it. If he was a picture of pride, it would not have been in the world. God will not accept revelation of pride about his son that he has commanded. And when they were codifying the scriptures, they did not take it out as error. What are you talking about? That you hear somebody say, I built a house by 32. He said the person is proud. I made me houses. Taking responsibility for the outcome of my life. Honestly, let me say something. In fact, sometimes the most pitiful of people are women. Waiting for a man to come who will change their destiny. I builded me altars. I builded me vineyards. Panasen a man that when he comes, we will all know that a man has come to shame my family members. He said that Father compensate my laziness with hard work. That's the meaning of the prayer. Father compensate my stupidity 
this morning is a wrestling match. It's a wrestling match. How much are you going to contribute to your own destiny? When you are coming, they ask you, what's the name? What's your surname? When you met a champion, are you a champion? Are you related to General I.K. Champion? Say no. Okay, we have heard. There is a young man, a, a shepherd uh, in one of the churches who impregnated a lady. When they went to withdraw, you know, when you impregnate somebody, problem has come. So they went to buy a snap and other money. <laughs> then he said that, I want to marry your daughter. The man stood up. He said, never say that in your life. He said, why? I have a child. He said, yes. I said that my daughter will marry a rich man. What the man said. He said, I vowed to God when I gave birth to this daughter that he will marry a rich man. Please go. Simple. What is that? I made me spams without car. I made me shwa without resource. <laughs> you are sitting in front of the family and the man tells you that no, you are disqualified. When we are talking about people who can marry her. Even though you have a child, please go home. God, send me a divine helper who will take all my problems away from my wake up. I builded me houses. How can you cross three decades without buying a land? And some of you who you think you are young, you don't just learn this, you don't even get it. You even busy, you didn't pass well. Your case is multiplied, carried forward. Even what is fertilization, those things that are useless, you didn't pass. And you are laughing at people who couldn't solve uh, 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 quantum mechanics. You don't understand, you don't, you can't relate it. The graph looks different for you. Ask the person close to you, what are you going to do about your own destiny? Ask the person. Then, stretch forth your hand on the person. Say, sleep, oh sleeper. Then tell the person, enjoy, oh enjoyer. Tell the person, don't do anything about your life. God will do it all. Tell the person. Like how God put your panty on you this morning. How God put your brazier on you this morning. How God put perfume on your body this morning. How God put shami in your armpit this morning. How God ironed your top for you this morning. Like how God paid your transport fare for you this morning. Yes, that's how God will do it. Why is this important? It's the only way to have influence. It's the only way to have influence. Let people mistake you for looking poor and not be poor. 
than looking rich and not be rich. I said, let people mistake you for looking poor that you are not poor than looking rich when you are not rich. What's your name? Richard. Richardson. Hey, too rich is in your name. Fifty Ghana. You know, one of my favorite verses, 1 Corinthians 3 says, I planted Apollo's water, but God gave the increase. I planted. Do you see the same revelation in the New Testament? I planted. Life is a picture of our responsibility and the choices we make. You have two children with somebody, it does not mean marry the person. If you marry the person, you chose to marry the person. Don't say because you have children with the person. If you keep on going out with the same kind of people with different face and name, don't say that you it's a spirit or a pattern. You chose it like that. You see, a man can propose, but it's only a woman that makes marriage happen. Women are stronger than men when it comes to marriage. Because the man can come with the list. The man can come with the money. The man can come with the family. The man can come with the ring. But it's the woman who will say, I agree. I concur. Let us begin the process. So many failed marriages can be directed to women who accepted it from the first place. If somebody proposes to you and you don't want to move with the person, there is no way the person will be going out with you. The person will be saying, is that I'm, I'm now going out with you. He's saying, for what? We are not going out. I accept it. I make it so. But unfortunately, most women blame men for the failed marriages when it's actually the other way around. You accept responsibility for what is happening in your life. Why is it that it's only school dropouts who are interested in you? You accept responsibility for what is happening. I planted. Huh? God gave the increase for what I planted. God is not responsible for planting it. God only multiplied what I planted. So God will multiply the effects of my choices. He will multiply the effects of my decisions. It is not his. It is mine. He will multiply. He will speed up the reaction like a catalyst and cause me to see the choices that I made. Bishop Oedipo said, I am not surprised that we are where we are as a church. And he said that if it had not become like this, I would have been very surprised. He said, my God. Ah. What decisions did he take to be there? 
Choices. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. Choices. Choices. So successful people take life as a meaningful venture and they are responsible. They accept the blame. They make the corrections. They take the initiatives. They are the ones leading their own lives. They lead their own lives. When I ask young students, why did you fail in this paper? I said the teacher did not teach us all the areas. I said, did everybody fail that paper in Ghana? They said, no, some people passed. I said, how did they pass? They said, they learned it on their own. When we were in SHS, second year, we had a strike. Strike for the whole year. First term, second term. And part of that term. For the whole year. Then you see students playing the fool, going up and down. They are in the horse making noise. Hey, yo. Hey, there, there were few people in classrooms. And I was moving from class to class. At one, at two, at three, teaching the other students. Maka, uh, we had some wooden duster with some foam at the back. Economics, geography, government. I was, I was just like I was a teacher. I was moving up and out. One day the headmaster said, call that boy for me. Why have you been moving up? I said, I've been teaching my, my mates. Wow. That's great. That's bad, but then, without money. Then he left me there. I also left. There is no single person in school who was joking with the academics that passed the exams. I have not seen so even above, some people get up one day fail. I read me above. I understand me above. Even above, Wesley girls only child. They better for that doctor. They shouldn't bring it up. We know it. Zenobia is here. We will fight when we close. <laughs> but even above, you have to learn above to pass. Home. They put cane on you. Learn the above. I bought it 13 million. Learn. And you are sleeping with the apple, you will fail. You fail. There are many things that we have to do. We have to do. We have to do. Number two. Building positive relationships. And building positive relations, I want you to write three things. Number one, mentorship. Number two, association. Number three, networking. I have speaking at length on the subject of mentorship. You understand? And I've been speaking about it almost every time. We are talking about success systems. And I saw it once again in the scripture. Mentorship. A proud person is the one who does not have a mentor. That's so easy. If you have a mentor, you have submitted your will, your opinions, your thoughts, your intentions to the authority of another person. You cannot be proud by them. Why? Because that person's voice 
will determine the life that you will live and the direction of the life that you will take. So, if you want to see proud people, there are people who speak against spiritual mentorship. They speak against financial mentorship. They speak against intellectual mentorship. Anytime it has to come to follow somebody and learn, they say, we are against it. We are all the same. God is the one who is leading us. They bring all kind of foolish thoughts to the picture. I said, if you want to see the power of mentorship, look at children who had parents in their house and children who did not have parents. That is the exact description of how it means to have mentorship on one hand and how it means to have no mentorship on the other. All things being equal, people who had the guidance of their parents, the guidance of their parents, they are different. They guard them, they guide them, they are different. When they grow up, their lives are different. They come with values, they come with discipline, they come with right attitude, they come with the right approach to everything what they were taught in the house. Bible said, train up a child the way he should go, so that when he grows, he will not depart of, of it. Do you know what it means? It means that mentorship can take away every form of shame. Mentorship can take away every form of disgrace. When the person is trained in a particular way he should go, he is trained in the way he should go, there is no way he will depart from it. So when you see people departing from values, you see people departing from truth, you see people departing from how their lives should be. In the account, if somebody is misbehaving in the house, they ask a question that, do they have elders in your house? Do you know what it means? Did you receive mentorship to be fooling like this? When you see somebody dressed anyhow, his drawers are down, or the breast showing, or some part of the body showing, and you see an old woman calling the person, comes in, do you have elders in your house? Open you fear. What is that? Did you receive quality instruction before you stepped out? People who receive instruction, they are different from useless people who are just around, thinking they know everything when they don't have the results for it. I said the only way to say you have something is to prove the results. You can lie to everybody that you are pregnant, but you cannot lie that you have given birth. Because after nine months, we have to see the baby. You have mentorship, you receive correction, you receive rebuke, you work, and you see, the reason why mentorship is important here is that it is your way of going into leadership. You build that positive relationship. Today, my father said, speak to your friend, Mr. Grantier, and let him do something. I said, it's not my friend. Though. I said, it's my mentor. My father said, okay. He said, it's not my friend. In, in my father's bedroom, he was speaking to me. Mr. Grantier was not there. When my father said, speak to your friend, I said, it's not my friend, though. He's my mentor. Yeah. There are voices that when the voices speak, it must introduce wisdom into your life. Mentorship, number two, I spoke about association. You remember when we started, it was one of the first things I spoke about. That the company you work with will determine your conversation. Your conversation will determine your conceptualization. Your conceptualization will determine your conduct. You are a product of the conversations you have been having, the communication you have been having. If people are bitter, they are bitter because some people around them are discussing something about them or about other people that they are they are trying to push a certain image of it to them. For example, your father did not take care of you and it has made you bitter. Now the reason why you are bitter is that you have had friends 
who have sat with you and have shown you the pain and the waste and the hurt you have gone through because he has not taken care of you. So as you are in that company and that conversation was amplifying, you come home, you are bitter. But if you are are with people, you know, last time, Facebook, I was prophesying. And I said, there is somebody, I I picked her name and I said, you have gone through a lot of emotional situations when you were young. Even there is sickness. And said, up to today, part of her face looks some way. You remember? And he said, part of her life looks some way. And I said, God, make you go through all that so that you become somebody who will help people out of it. What am I changing? I'm changing the conversation. Because as a child, she would have thought that the parents hated her. Now, if she got to an atmosphere where people were telling her, look at how they hated you, look at how they made your face, look at how they they dejected you, she would come and become bitter. So the conduct of bitterness is determined by the company she was in. That company was releasing a certain communication and to her, that became a reality. So if you are with the wrong people, it does not matter how right the discussion is. They always have a way to let you see it at the wrong place. So dangerous. So dangerous working with people whose conclusion on every matter is negative. When you want to start something and they are bringing something negative up, you have to understand where they are coming from. And usually people will try to limit you from getting to where you are trying to go because they do not imagine themselves getting there. That's why most people will be comfortable with you succeeding. But they will not be comfortable with you building more success than them. Because it will stretch them. It will stretch their very self. A power of association. Then number three, I spoke about networking. Your ability to make new friends. Your ability to connect with new people. So important. You see successful people, they build networking. I saw one picture. I saw Mark Zuckerberg in it. I saw Warren Buffett in it. I saw Bill Gates in it. I said, how much money is this picture? And they are all connected and they are friends. And they have a pledge foundation where they give millions of their money to help people, of course, in Africa. Where we take picture with you, they give you party, they take picture and they post it on Facebook. They get 30k likes from one party. Of course, in Africa, not Virginia, not Orlando. But God is raising a new generation. Bishop Wayne the Bull said, What is nonsense dollar? He said, What is nonsense dollar? He said, We spend more than 100 million dollars raising Covenant University. The people said, hey, praise God. He said, what is nonsense dollar? It makes nonsense of somebody's life. It's by having it now. It will take money to build your dream house. You build the right network and that's why when you meet people at first, you should be nice to them. Because sometimes people look like they won't make it here, but they make it. I'm telling you. Sometimes other people look like they will make it, but it doesn't happen. Learn how to 
network with people. My mother said, when all of you were young children, you are the one who hated school. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? I hated school. But I had my MPhil before I turned 26 years. Can you believe that? By now, I should have had a BSP if I continued. Because one of my mates is getting his PA very soon. When you ask, mommy, what is today? I say Monday. You say, what is tomorrow? I say Tuesday. You say, you start to cry. But when Friday comes, you say, what is today? You say, Friday. You say, what is tomorrow? They say, Saturday. I say, what is Thursday? They say, you sleep. I say, When Sunday comes, I say, what is tomorrow? They say, Monday. Hey! Then the cries begin. My mother said, at a point, she had to carry me on her neck to school. Can you believe that? It got to some time. That when we're going to JHS, it will rain. The whole castle will be flooded. I will be in it with my shoes, not my clothes. You build network with other people who are doing well in your life. It will change your mind. If you have friends where you buy a phone, 500 Ghana, and they say you are rich, change them. They are blocking you. Change them. Break those friendships. Break them. You enter into a room, they come, they see nice sofa, they say, hey, you have entered into money, mark their names. Where do you want to get to? Huh? Lose them. Connect with people who are making impact. There was one man of God I really wanted to have a flow with, but I did not know how to get it done. Later, I found out that he was a son of my father. So one day, my father put my face on Facebook, Instagram, and then on his social media platform. Then the Sunday when I went to church at Spirit Life, the, the, the man of God was there. When he saw me, the first thing he did was to come to me and shook my hand. He said, please, let me take your contact service. He said, I've been looking for this for years. How are you, sir? Hello, sir. Good morning, sir. Just to try and learn something. Fetish priest, they know themselves. When you try this one medicine, they give you a referral. Go to Sunyani. But Christians who are trying to build success, we fight amongst ourselves. We envy ourselves. We break down other people. So we never That's why if you are in this church and you don't have the contacts of all other people in the church, you don't know what you are losing. Because there are people here who can give you freely what you are buying. There are people here who can give you freely what you are looking for. When we went to buy this uh, thermometer gun, where is Jennifer? Went to buy 450 Ghana City, right? After buying it, when we came to church, I said, I should have asked Mr. Kranchi or Zenobia. These are pharmacists. This one is a doctor of pharmacy. This one is a pharmacist. So I should have asked them. So I asked them. I said, how much? They said 300 Ghana. I said, my goodness. But maybe if I told them that Zenobia, we need one, this and that. And I wouldn't have said we'll pay. Maybe she would have given it for free. She brought us no mask for free. That money would have been lying down. 
Before I failed to connect, to remember as I was standing there that there are people like that. We paid for it. 450 Ghana. Eh? Don't happen again. So, by this message, I'm sending message to all Zenobias and pharmaceutical people. I come to our aid. Praise Jesus. So, in the line of your assignment, there are people there who can give you things that you are looking for for free. It's possible for you to take your phone, try to make a call, call your friend to come all the way to your area to give you something that your neighbor has. There are people who can't connect with other rooms. When they are in school and they are high on sports, they are, you see it on their set. You see it on their set. But there are others, when they, when they lose iron, it's not a problem. I mean, they run from room to room. I say, yo, Charlie, they joke, they come and eat your food. Hey, what you are in them? They, they are eating, they are ironing, taking your energy and taking your food at the same time. But because of laughter and smiles, they go. You don't say they have stolen anything. They relate. They, that's how people sleep in rooms. Four people, when they are dying, they have ulcer. Other three roommates don't know about it. At dawn, you see everybody sleeping. You hear somebody tenderings and ramblings with lightning and flashes. You are the person, are you okay? Sir, I'm, I'm very okay. I'm the light of the world. The person is dying. I carry the life of God in me. The person is dying. You enter room, you have roommates, you never greet them. You enter room, you have roommates, you never connect with them. When you are hungry, you will see. There was one guy in our room first year when he brings his things. Uh, this uh, night, Ghana must go back. Eh? He has padlock. I say, hey. The guy with password. <laughs> you have to ask him. I mean, our room, we use everything together. Like Edmond, we were in the same room. I remember one time they spoiled my rice cooker. They told when I come, I will cray. When I got said, they say it's spoiled. I said, let's buy a new one. We bought a new one. We did two weeks. It's spoiled. Let's buy it. Let's do something. Because when I come, I'm done. One a.m. Now, if you have issue with everybody, one a.m. you come and know everybody. The other have grass water. You beg and because there were two locks to get to our room, there is our own and there is the main one. So if you are even standing outside the wall, then it's three now. They have to come and open the main two gates for you. You enter, then they open the first one before you enter to the second one. When? And our area was quite dangerous. Yeah. But just by flowing, oh, this one cooks, this one eats. I know I didn't see anyone cooking that morning. Yeah, I think it was only Sammy, uh, Samuel Anochi who was cooking. He has his PhD now. He's the one who's cooking. So, I think it was only Sammy who was cooking. But all the others were bringing our stuff and then we were, we were doing it together. Different courses, different background, different everything. But you don't care. So that when you are in situation, somebody can help you. There are days that when you wake up in your room, you see somebody's face say the person needs money. The person is not a good money. So don't worry. Are there any here? Are there many more people It's a message. It's a message. You have to draw something. But you are in your room. When somebody wants to speak to you, earpiece. 
Eh? Jose, me are the wife. Me, we are. One day, the tides will turn. One day, I went for a friend's car and I was driving. I was going to do Tuno or Sandra's area. Then I, 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 I did some U-turn. I almost fell into the gutter. <laughs> there were a lot of guys had a ray. It was not easy. It was a Camry too. Somebody's Camry. <laughs> now I've called it. I'm coming. So meet me. Too low. Like that. <laughs> the car almost there. Then there were a lot of guys who came around to help me. Some were pussy. Some were using ropes. Then one guy came to park his uh, cruise. Then he gave me a rope. He said that you do know where this rope is coming from. I said, no. he said, one day my car also fell in a ditch. Somebody pulled my car and the person gave me this rope. The person said, someday will come, I'll pull somebody. And I should give the rope to that person. Who will also go and pull another person? I said, bless you, Jesus. Networking. He tried to pull me. Then the metal thing that they can hook got broken. Then full of new boys had to come in. Come and raise the car for me. Before I was able. But the guy said something important. As somebody helped me, I'm here to help you. You too help somebody. Then as we drove, so now we are driving and we were going to Sunday Sarah, so I parked the car somewhere. Not knowing all the guys who helped me, they stayed there. One of the guys will say, Ah, Nahan Naobao. Small shame and disgrace. Pass and go. You are still asking. How do you connect with others? When they mention your name, is it a problem that comes? Forgive. Second Samuel 9.13 Are you receiving wisdom? Second Samuel 9.13 So Mephibosheth dwelt in Jerusalem for he did eat continually at the king's table and was lame on both his feet. Who is Mephibosheth? The son of who? Jonathan. Whose best friend was Jonathan? When David was looking for somebody to return favor because of the good relationship he had with with Jonathan. Because they were best friends, the Bible said Jonathan took his robe and gave it to him. The signet of his ring and gave it to him. The Bible said they were, they were knitted together as of one heart. They built relationship. The networking was there. When David was looking for somebody to bless in the house of Saul, he turned to Jonathan. Jonathan was there in the same battle with Saul. He said, where is Jonathan's son? He said, this is the guy he's never worked before. David said, every day you eat on my table till you die. Favor comes because your father related well with me. I'm joking. There are things you are doing now that 10 years from now, it will bring you results. There are people that you are helping now. You are connecting now. That five years to come, things will turn around. Don't joke with me. I said, if you have to break a relationship with somebody, make sure that the fault is coming from the person. Either than that, repair it. I'm telling you. 
Let the person be the reason why the relationship did not work, not you. This life eh, is some way. Relationship. Procured favor. But my people say, Bible said he was a man who did not even have what to eat and what to wear. But when David stepped into town, the association he had with his father turned things around. You have blocked everybody on WhatsApp. You have problem with everybody on Instagram. Because you post something, it's still nine likes in 42 days. Somebody posts something, 300 likes in two hours. You, don't, you are dying over it. Maybe it's likes, they buy. They promote, they sponsor. Why die over that? If you are losing all the good people in your life, it's a sign that you are not growing. There are people that you should be strong enough to go to them and say, I'm sorry for the nonsense. He said, I, I like it how it used to be. Let's be plain. I see people who are coming up to apologize. So you don't even see the apologetic part of the message. So as uh, it happened the last time, I hope you remember. I know you don't forget things like that. I just want to tell you that let bygones be bygones and hamgons be hamgons. I say, hey, Aristotle has come. Why is the apology what you are saying? All rich men in an area, no other rich men in the area. When you enter a pharmacy, you don't get a drug. They can say, oh, cross the street and take a left. There is a pharmacy there. What is that network? Someday they can also call, sir, do you have more of that drug? They say, yes, say, bring it to my side. You go to Nigerian men who are selling phones and accessories. You say, I need this phone. This phone, I was looking for the case. I don't think for you that phone. When I went to the guy, I went to so many people. He said, wait for me, I'm coming. Where are you going? He said, we have it at the shop. It's not true now. What is that? Let me use my connections and see whether I'll get it. But you go to a Ghanaian selling phone. Can you get it? Me, I have a phone for phone. I phone buy it. I don't have a phone for why? You have to apologize to the person who told me, go, yo, I mean, then you are complaining that the Nigerians are taking over your money by relationship. Look at someone, tell the person, flow. Tell the person, flow. Yeah, chin, chin, you don't know. Uh, simple is beautiful. Yeah. Simple is beautiful. That's simple. Number three. Frugality. Frugality. So important. Frugality. F-R-U-G-A-L-I-T-Y. Frugality. What does it mean to be frugal? To be saving conscious. Frugality. Now, before we speak about frugality, I want to begin to pray. Father, give me the heart of humility that I can go back and apologize to people I have wronged in order to secure my relationship. Lift up your voice. Pray. Pray. Be serious. Be earnest. In Jesus' name, amen. 
I learned many years ago that you never apologize well until you add a gift. There was one man of God that we are on Facebook. I have to say it well. He sent me a message that I did not read the message because my phone was not good then. If you see me having good phone now, no envy me. My brother. When he sent the message, I responded, okay, please, thank you. But later on, when my phone was now working well, I saw part of the message that I did not see. That that part, the second part of the message, makes my reply look like an insult. When somebody sends a message, okay, so you go and do what you want to do, and you say, okay, thank you. It changes the meaning. I said, Jesus, this is a mistake, but it shouldn't remain. I think drop it. That time his church was in Nansuma and I moved, drop it. When I came, I was at the junction, 13 floors. I was at the junction. When he showed me, he said, what are you doing here? I said, sir, I came to see you. He said, why? I said, the message I said, oh, go home. I said, no. I went to the church. We closed around 11.45. I was standing there. Then he threw his car keys to me. He said, receive it. Then he said, today you will drive me home. That time I was not Then when we were coming home, he said, ah, now let's talk. Then I said, sir, the message I said was my phone. They said, that, 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 no. Then he said, okay. That was a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Sunday, when I went to the church, I went to his church. I said, sir, I came to see him. He said, well, I said, I brought this envelope. What is it? I said, I've closed my account. Please forgive me for the message. The next month, I came again. I dropped my seat. I said, sir, please forgive me. The third month, when I was coming with an envelope, he said, is it money? I said, it's no money. This is an invitation for a, a, a program. I'm saying, I'm saying, he understands or not, it's his own case. Why don't we run people in this planet? You saw how the Bantama chief was kneeling and crawling before Asante in it. Have you seen the video? Yes. That's the meaning of all men are not the same. Crawling with all his sub chiefs before Otunfo. And Otunfo was speaking. He said, I am also going to forgive you because of what your father did for me when I was young. You see, relationship. But the Achiami, they said, Nana, punish you. Nana, fat money, come. All the subjects around you will say, forgive him. The Achiami, the linguist, they said, no, don't forgive him. He has been doing it for years. Somebody's father, somebody's grandfather. How strong Asante Kingdom is Gamashi. Gamashi. People are carrying bodies to you, are carrying leaves. Gamponi not to be afene. Gamponi not to be afene. What is that? Properly apologizing. But when you also, they take you also to the Bantamati, you are not also going to sit down and cross your legs now. Powers have shifted. Be careful. Don't, you are not to do for to come and mess up before the Bantamahini. He's a great king. 
Yahweh has shifted. You don't go to kings to beg with your hands. That's why any time prophesying to somebody, the person has done something against the father or the mother, I see in the realm of the spirit, I prophesy. You, you know the prophetic direction I give. I say, number one, get what? Money. Number two, kente. Number three, ahinima. Go and treat your father as a king. When you are done, come back, let's talk. apologize properly. Number three, I was speaking about frugality, which is saving consciousness, saving money, saving time, saving resources, saving energy. John 6, 12. Let us speed up a bit. John 6, 12. John 6, 12. Are you there? When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be wasted. Have you seen that? How many things should be wasted? That is a mentality. This is Jesus. Jesus performed miracles. Eh? He commanded bread. He gave thanks to God. Bread multiplied. If somebody has multiplied bread, why is he interested in the fragments? Are you getting me? If the person can cause bread to appear, why is that person interested in what remains? Because if there is nothing, he can still bring some. But why is he interested in the little that remains? That is having a frugal mindset. A saving consciousness. I don't waste anything. You see people, when they go to restaurant, they buy things they can't eat. And they are also shy of taking, uh, what do we call it? Take away, to take the rest home. You bought your food. Why should you be shy? Um, there is no way I've gone to restaurant, I've eaten that, I left bone in my plate. I've not done so before. I bought it. Do you understand that? I bought me, take away. I eat me, take away. <laughs> if I get even the plate, I will swallow. I swallowed me ceramics. What are you talking about? <laughs> one day I went out with a man of God who was eating so gentle. The cook one of half wages. I'm serious. Hey. Then he asked me a question. Why is it that you are eating and you are eating so well? Then I, I took a screenshot some time ago of Bill Gates for something he said. Then I showed it to him. Only foolish people waste resources. I just I look at it. So, so that's why. Then he said, okay, from today I'll eat all. He finished everything. Even the shit all that remains on the door. I eat me shit all. I eat me everything. I bought it. Now. When they were serving, did they say that I will leave some? Did they not look at my money to give me that food? Why waste it? So you are going now with somebody, very wicked lady. 
She goes out with you. She will eat everything. Takes three of the fries, takes two of the chips, and leaves everything. Who are you taking it to? Oh, no, just throw it away. Say, devil, Lucifer. She's wasting your inheritance. You have to go out with somebody who can eat and eat well. Praise Jesus. <laughs> can you clap for the gentlemen? They understand the message. Do you know that when you are when you are married or you are going out with someone, the person does not eat your food, you feel some way. That's so bad a feeling. You have to eat and you have to eat well. Eh? So you go to a restaurant, you don't waste it. There was a time I, uh, we all the workers at Climb, we went to a restaurant and we were eating. I come and see them. I said, You don't pay salaries, that's why. As you are here, fucking people, you are eating expenses. Is what, what you are doing is expense. But it's nice. We are smiling, but it's money. God damn it, going in the drain. I eat me everything. I took, I took my water that I left. I took it home. When we are leaving church, I asked Sandra, did you take water? I said, no. I said, you should have taken water. We will drink water. I drink me water. We will drink water. You come to church, they have served you water. You have left some. You are on the road, then you are thirsty. Then you buy water. Abba! Bring something to pour it in. Just save, learn how to save things. That's how the rich people, they live. They buy what they can use and they don't buy more than that. You see poor person, 500 shoes. When you go to the ladies' room, some shoes, they are bought one. Someone, they just tried it. They are still there. But you won't find rich people like that. You won't find them like that. When they buy something, it's what they can make use of. What does Mark Zuckerberg wear every day? Black t-shirt with blue jeans. Every day, Monday to Monday to Monday to Monday to Monday to Monday. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? They wear the same thing Monday to Monday, Monday to Monday. What are they say, say doing? They are saving. Because by wearing the same thing, they don't have to spend time to choose what to wear. There are people when they enter their wardrobe, 45 minutes. But wait, let me try this one. Let me try this. He doesn't do that because all he has is what? Black and blue jeans. When you choose this black or that black, it's still the same black. He doesn't do that. Everything I wear, I prepare it the night before the day. My top is here, my down is here, my shoes are here. I've cleaned them. Be there. Tomorrow we are going somewhere. Not the morning. You can't save time like that. And you also develop the habit of saving money. Hallelujah. Saving money. You don't buy things you don't need. We have closed it. Everybody is picking a car. The first person pick Uber. Second one pick taxi. You are now two remaining. You say, Uber and have a taxi. When do you is Trotro that you can pick? Pick Trotro and go home. Eh? When you get home, what has changed? Even Trotro, you have community of people you can love, talk, and yes. Then Tintinati, you sit in Uber 35 Ghana. Brown also very decent. We sit at the five years. Brown test we say, oh, GPS, a machine, a machine. Oh, now because it now becomes an argument. And as you are going to your room to to sleep, you have not eaten too, because your wallet had thirty eight Ghana. You have used thirty five Ghana. Three cities would be better than Gizad. Would be better Gizad. Avocado. 
You put pressure on yourself to please somebody. You see somebody, you see that some cell phone latest, then you say, Chintina, let me buy one. But it is not whether you can buy, it's what remains after buying. Because as for buying, then you can buy. Now we read them. As for the fighting there, you will fight. But what you will feel in your bones after that, you can't describe. So you are trying to do something that others are doing. But you know what they have as surplus. Can you compare what you have as surplus to what they have as surplus? There are people, they buy credit 20 Ghana CD every day and they don't cry. I've traveled with my father in the ministry where he buys credit 500 Ghana, 1,000 Ghana. Send him a credit for 1,000 Ghana, send him credit 500 Ghana. I say, what is this? Eh? Credit 1,000 Ghana, 500 Ghana. I've not seen that before. Master, 2 Ghana credit, 5 Ghana credit. Praise Jesus. Ask the person close to you, how much credit do you buy? Ask the person, how much credit do you buy? And ask the person, why do you buy that? Why do you buy that? Because there is a fresh girl in your area who is selling the credit. Mommy, tell me you know why. You go home and you go and sleep like that. You are developing also over credit. You are a foolish boy. And she also has a boyfriend, Asakumono, who she is also sending the profit of your money to him. As initial capital for a third business. What work are you doing? Are you a philanthropist? You see ladies in queue, Queen's Hall. If the guys were not there, they would have bought the government. Two CD. And Cocoa one CD. But because the guys are there. Mami being three CDs, why? We are mami pair two CDs. Mami Kosyamie. What do you mean? What do you mean? We don't we we don't do that. Mami beans, two CD. Magarine knows why. Hey, yeah, Pacacraca. Hey, yeah, Now, as you are eating the beans, as you are eating the beans, you are eating for the day. You are eating for the day. When I was in school, they give me 50 Ghana for a month. That I come and flex because of you. Many brown bread. <laughs> when I eat cake, this is a good day. Come here, come here. I mean, when you get there, the woman. Knows. The level, the standard has come. But you see others buying beans, buying bread, buying sugar bread with egg. <laughs> Just because there is a lady there who is in the same class, same department. You see people buying, they, they brought some uh, at the Queen's Market, some people, they were roasting meat. When you pass it through the Queen's Market to report, they used to, eh? Chawakma. Oh, ice cream. You save money to buy ice cream. Oh! Then you see the guys. Then they are working with the lady, then the friend says, that, can I join? So oh, join, why not? Mama, one, one, why? And saying, they mention the price, then they must know Jesus. They pay, they say, we are roommates. We are three in a room. 
train. Then you buy. Then as you are going home, you are thinking, should I pass be, be, be behind Katanga? Or I have to get something to eat. Let me visit somebody. You go somebody's Awamu. You were me praying in Ambos. You had your own money. What gave you pressure now? Eh? The things guys do because ladies are around, only Jesus can say. Even church, you come to pledge. Who can raise a seed of 2,000 Ghana? Look at that. Prophet, me. Now you come. I bought, receive grace. Breakthrough. Then you go and sit down. After a week, Winifred begins to call you. Hey, I saw the You pay half. After another week, the number is also calling you. Mirabel is calling. I see you are not paying. Then me, myself, I step in. But maybe it was not meant for that. Just because of a lady. A lady who is thinking amongst the three people she has now who to decide on. You are not part of it. I was asking one lady, I said that some guy around me is interested. He said, oh, Papa, she's not, he's not part of the people I'm looking at. I'll take this for Uber. I'll take this for taxi. I'll take this for both. But people say, what are you saying both? After your expenses. You develop saving consciousness. Let nothing be wasted. You enter the rooms of rich people, they put everything off from the main. When you enter poor people's home, do you know what you see? You see charges still plugged without the phones connected. They don't understand. Electricity is still flowing through. Current is still flowing through. Waste. They don't understand. They iron, they leave it on. They do this. They, when you bring somebody from village to come and stay with you and the person has to cook the first meal, it's as if you are going to give it to Kotoko FC. Five kilo. What's one morning in This is Adenta. Save the food. Sometimes the money you spend there in a year is the money you spend in Accra in a month. That's why living in Kumasi, all things meaningful is better than living in Accra. Because if you can live in Accra, you can live anywhere, even in hell. If you can live in Accra, the money that is going, you, are, you know, I mean, when people come from Kumasi to Accra and they pick cars, they usually argue with the maid. Because if you pick car from, let's say, take dancing to, let's say, Pankrono, you pay a three Ghana. But you pick, you, you are paid. Within Accra, you have spent 17 cities. Then you are going to rent a room. That one is multiplied. Because Kumasi, you may get 80, 85, 120. Accra, what, 120 room. Not like a kiosk. Not like a kiosk. 1,900, 800, 750 last. 750 every month. For two years. Some people have been taking five years advancement. Advance. Go, what do you do? Then you go and find a room at an expensive place because of a lady. That when you are in the room, your prayers are different. Ah, 
ask the guy close to you, how much food would you have bought? Ask the person, how much food would you have bought? If the lady was not around. Let him give you answer. Let him give you answer. Those people who do show outside, when they come to our rooms, then they are worrying us. We break it in the name of Jesus. That's John 6, 12. Let's go on. Next point. Healthy living. The secret of healthy living. Healthy living. What does that entail? Sleeping well, eating well, drinking well, and exercising well. Are you surprised that it's part of the top 10? I saw it in the... I, I, I read more than 25 different materials to come to this conclusion. I saw it in at least 19 of them. And I was surprised. So I was telling one of my sons, I said, Tali, now we have to eat well, we have to sleep well. You can make the money, you may, you may not have the health to enjoy. So you see many people strive to make money but at the expense of their health or their family so they have the money they don't have family to enjoy they have the money they have family they don't have the health so you eat well let me tell you something please look at me if you have known me for years you knew that i was not born like this you understand this i was not born like this it's an impartation that came through eating listen to me it is taking us a lot to try to reduce this. Even though it's not big. It's taking us a lot. I'm on 60 days. Exercise to regain how I used to be. But by second day, I cancel the project. I said, early in the morning, I got back. I said, go back to the whole room. They say, are you not on sister? They say, my trip. So, Diego, they ran about me. Mommy, tell me. Jesus. Back again. I said, by if I say, I break it. Then by fall, I say, Tomobra. What am I saying? It's not easy like that. If you are not there, don't strive to be there. Begin to control it. Begin to control you gain a lot of weight. Even when you want employment, they'll be looking at your weight. Because they relate your weight to your mental sharpness. Why can CSA? They usually say that. But the lady comes, look very skinny. Not skinny, I mean slim, beautiful, sharp. So I employ her. Why? She looks smart. Maybe she's the dullest brain in Africa. But you have come, your mouth do oil around your mouth. And then, me turn chinamu as here, oh. Interview, me go to chinamu. Who employ you? And your sleeping habit, hallelujah. You need at least seven to eight hours of sleep daily. So important. So now I've decided that I'm going to cut off some of the reading hours to just be sleeping. Hey, sleep. What will happen? That. Because some of us, we can't sleep. Look at my eyes. I said, I slept eight minutes to two a.m. I have to be here. Do this, do that, write this, read. I take three books. I 
say, which one was I referring? I, I don't even remember. I pick this, I come again, I, just to prepare a good message. I'm preaching 16 times every month. And at least 2 hours, 30 minutes on it. But you have to prepare good work to deliver. So these things can affect your sleeping and can affect your eating. But if you don't take care, your assignment will be fulfilled but your health. So take time off. You have to do exercises. You do them. Praise God. I have bought Ambro boots more than two years ago. When you come to my room, it's in my shoe rack. I've never worn it. Me, I know my upper palms. Ambro, I have Me, have you seen it before? That means I saw her back. When am I wearing it? My friend, the military man, Jack, he said that you have to go five kilometers every morning. Hey. My reply, what about that? We are military man. Are we in apartheid? I said, I won't do. But I'm telling you, if you don't take care of your health, your sleeping, your eating well, it may worry. On the other hand, if you also don't eat, your case is worse than the people who eat. I knew a certain lady. I, the, the, the friend, the brother, elder brother was, is my friend. Okay, He's a man of God. And the sister died, I was telling you, because she doesn't eat. Why? She wants to keep her shape. In the name of shape, she doesn't eat. When you give her food, talia, lettuce, and spinach. Are you in Korea? You have to get fufu with tabek pie on top. Eh? With Simon, not Simon. Simon. I don't know. Actually, Simon. To eat well, she doesn't eat. And she's always taking a liver salt and those to clear her tummy. She had flat stomach, 25 years dead. Also. So, on one extreme, eating a lot is not good. On the other extreme, beauty patterns, Miss Malaika, you can also die. So what? So balance it. Praise Jesus. You balance it. You eat, but you don't eat too much. Some people eat until their stomach pains them, then they know they are satisfied. Ace. I travel with some people. Before I came, when, before I came back, me that I was going to preach, they were part of my luggage. The bags that I was sending, they were part. They were not going to do anything. They just wait on me. When I came back, they had eaten, eaten everything, including my food. I said, have you eaten? Me and Bernard. Me and Bernard. Me and Bernard. Have you eaten? He said, yes. He said, where's my mother? Oh, they didn't leave some for you. I said, your mother and your father. What, what did you come to do here that they didn't leave some for me? Me, the king they are treating, that you have ate everything. Because what they talk with them, or them on the SCC say, the SCC is not Bafra Bonaparte. I said, What is that? They ate everything. Next day I called Nanama, I said, Nanama, you have to come and wait on me. Because if you don't come, I will die before I return from Cape Coast. I will die. Eat, eat everything. That there are people like that. When they are eating, they are serious. When there are people, the moment they see food, their face changes. They become angry. To send a signal. Now don't ask me. 
The way Regina is laughing, it's a prophetic word to her. Look at somebody, tell the person, balance your eating habits. Balance your eating. You buy indomie full of fat, corned beef on it, oil in it. They use egg to cook the food. Then you buy two eggs on top with sausage on the side. You are the king of kings. You are the king of kings. It's serious. In Africa, food. When the man is overeating, you see the wife will be picking things from his head. Oh, Didi, Mira. Didi. You have to tell him to die. Diabetes, die. Hypertension, die. So, Didi, Mira. Didi, sir. And a mama, Didi. 50. Because of emotional motivation, Didi. When I started working on my stomach, I met a lady. She said, ah, why are you reducing? My sister said, yeah, because he has to get his liver. He said, it's nice, it's nice. I said, hey, I met Lucifer today. I met Lucifer today. What we are struggling to work on. And these things, when you are getting them, they come once. But when you want to reverse, oh my Jesus. I never tell. I never tell. And exercise. I spoke about exercises. Amen. Sometimes you have to walk instead of taking a car. You know? Sometimes you have to walk. Early morning. Sometimes you just try to walk instead of taking a car. You are using AC in your car, AC in your room, your church to AC. You move from AC to AC to AC to AC to AC. So when? So you die. Your workplace to AC. Everywhere AC, AC, AC. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. You are not sweating. Do you realize that? Now all the precipitation that is happening is going back into your body. So sometimes you have to just leave such environment to sweat. Are you getting me? Yeah. So frugality also means that you don't engage in gambling. Now, any business venture that looks like gambling is not secure. When you can lose everything because of a mistake you make, please be careful. There are people who are into businesses now that they can get $1,000 a week and they can lose $2,000 another week. It is not safe. I advise you, be careful. If you are not careful, you can lose everything you are trying to build. Be careful. You see, sometimes the underlying factor is greed. And you have to watch, you have to watch it. You have to, in, in line of business, if you have a saving conscience, you are not thinking about how to use all that you are getting to put into something. Why? Because you are saving something. You get it? Something should remain. That's how people enter into all dubious businesses and everything is gone. So watch it. Watch it. Hallelujah. And you save energy. You save energy. One of the things that sexual sin does to you is that it weakens you by, by the time you are growing. 
So sexual sin is not just a spiritual issue. It's even a biological or physiological issue. Eh? So watch it. You, you can lose all your energy by that. Have you read Proverbs chapter 31? Let me show you this verse. Let me show you this verse. Proverbs chapter 31. I hope it's verse 2. Are you there? Verse 3. Proverbs 31 verse 3. Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy waste to that which destroys kings. Have you seen that? Give not thy strength to what? To women, nor thy waste to that which destroys kings. It means that women have the capacity to destroy kings. I didn't write the Bible. When you watch movie and you see a man sleeping with a woman, when you watch the next scene, who wakes up first? The woman is up, dressed. The man is still there. What is the meaning of that? Energy lost. Energy lost. Somebody that God has given her capacity to give birth to another human being, imagine the hairs of babies, can come through her and she'll be alive. And you say that you are using your manhood to kill her. You don't understand statistics. You don't understand linear equation. It does not work. You are losing energy on top of it. So if you are wise, you even become economical when you marry. I said when you marry, not even before that. When you marry. Yeah. Yeah, you draw a timetable, Monday on, Tuesday off. <laughs> Wednesday maybe, Thursday off. <laughs> you draw a time. What are you? You are saving strength. Yeah. You are saving strength. Let her cry. Let her weep. You say, my strength cometh from the Lord. Not from you. She's talking, you lay hands on her. You deliver the spirit out. They will sleep. Praise Jesus. Because as for a woman, she can take five times morning and she will be okay. Coming out, sweeping, singing. Mirenia, why? Yesu Christo, Beje, why? Then you, you are dying. Your song is different. You are, your, your situation is different. Same room, two songs, different. If you are close to a guy, tell him, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. Then you cry, it's not sex that you are having to lose energy. You there, you are masturbating. And yet, Proverbs 31 has said, Proverbs 32. Any Bible, you may out of coverage area. There are people who are making babies out of it. The Bible said they should want their energy. What do you mean? Hmm. Hmm. Emmanuel, it's a prophetic word. Eh? God is good. Let's go on. Point one. Five. Organization. The secret of organization. You are 16 years. You have a girlfriend. You don't understand. 18 years. You already have two eggs. 
There are people, they are 27. When you see them, you think they are 45. You say, man, say, but when needing by force, organization, what does it mean? Planning, number one. Preparing, number two. Processing, number three. Prioritizing, number four. So successful individuals make plans. Successful individuals make preparations. Successful businesses have successful processes. They have the stages demarcated, designed, and they make priority. This is what organizing your life entails. So when you say somebody is organized or the business is organized, you are saying that they have made plans, clear-cut plans, clear-cut preparations, clear-cut processes. Yeah. And that is one of the secrets for people who succeed and for businesses that succeed. Because as we learned last week, order creates what? Comfort. That's it. That's it. So when you see successful people, you see some sense of order in what they are doing. You enter two banks. One is private. One is government. Owned by government. And just by entering the place and how you see things done, you can know that this is different from that. Just like how you enter a Montessori and it's different from how you enter EA. Same school, teachers who have gone through the same system. But you see the facilities are different. The organization, the planning, the prioritizing. The place they have stations that's different. That's why you can enter a church and just you enter a church and say, wow, I'm comfortable. You suddenly feel it. You enter another place then you feel you, feel you have to leave the path. That's how people enter washroom. Nice washrooms. I keep saying that charismatic evangelistic ministry, their washroom at North Legon is one of the best I've seen in this country. The washroom is bigger than a four-bedroom house, full of glasses and painted gold. When I enter the place, I say, ah, I don't want to come out. I spent more than eight minutes there doing nothing. But you enter public toilet, within three seconds, you want to turn into Superman and vanish. What is the difference? They are all having the same service, but what is the difference? Organization. So when the organization is not good, it affects your productivity. Are you following? So successful people have built the required processes. They have prioritized what they are. You see, priority is important. You, you learn the scale of preference in school, right? You, yeah. So you understand that there are certain things that you have to forego. You have to make a list of things that you want. And on the list, you have to forego certain things in order to have certain things. That's what in economics we call the opportunity cost. So you have money to buy all these things. You have resources to do all these things. But amongst all of them, this is more important than that. You forego this one, you take that one. You make a priority list. Are you getting me? And it shows that you are organized. And when you are organized, it brings order. Order brings comfort. Look at something. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. 
So we all have to learn to improve on how organized we are. Say amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Have you seen that? Jump to verse 11. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Have you seen that? That means that beauty is a product of organization. Read verse 1 again. To everything there is a season. That is organization. Preparing things according to their season. Are we together? And the time to every purpose. That is priority. Have you seen that? Under the heaven. Then when you come to verse 11, he said he had made everything beautiful in his time. So it means that when you create priority, when you create order by planning your life, things become beautiful. Things become beautiful. And beautiful things attract favor. Beautiful things attract help. Beautiful things attract resources. Okay, so when you enter any successful business, any successful organization, you are going to see that even though there is no one around commanding people to do what, the system in its health has created a culture that is difficult to break, that you can't do things anyhow. Even though there is nobody around to enforce it, it has become so strong and the air around the place and the atmosphere has become that tangible. That irrespective of whether the leadership is around or not, things are running the way they have to run. That's so important. That's so important. That's so important. Let's look at another one. Secret number one. Six, mental investment. All successful people, all successful businesses are readaholics. They are what? Readaholics, they bury their heads into continuous studying. Warren Buffett said, I spent 80% of my time reading. Do you understand that? Bishop Boy the Post said, I spent one hour praying, I spent three hours thinking. I spent all the other hours reading. You see that head without head. There's something on it. Reading. As long as you are part of this ministry, I will never, ever stop talking about pursuing knowledge. I will never stop. I will keep reminding you that everything will work by the force of so, you have to develop the habit of reading. People ask me, how, do, how come you read six hours a day on a good day? I say, how come you eat? Don't you create time to eat? Why can't you create time to read? You see, it is reading that made me know that I can have a life of success without working for somebody. I read that. I understood it. I applied it. And as I understood it and I applied it, I created more hours for me to do other things, to read more. You don't get the cycle. You free yourself to learn. As you have learned and you are producing the results, it builds you the capacity to free yourself the more. How often do you see bosses come to work? 
How often you see CEOs running from meeting to meeting. They always look relaxed, yet they keep making money. They have the knowledge that makes systems work in their absence. And by acquiring that knowledge, they have separated themselves from what they call the workforce. And that has made them also have more time, more opportunity to read more in order to create enhancement the more for themselves. So difficult. If you don't cultivate a reading habit, you complicate everything. You have to bury your head in books. You have to study. You see, what do you have to study? You have to, if you are in school, you have to study your books. If you are in graphic design, you have to study that particular area. Music, you study. There are people, they have books on music. I didn't know there were books till I asked that. He said there are books. Even yesterday, he showed me a certain app. I've downloaded it. Why? To go to get the basics. People read in order to lead. They read in order to lead. Daniel eleven thirty two B. Look at Daniel eleven thirty two. Bible said, and they that know what they are called, they shall be strong and shall do exploits. That means exploits is a function of knowledge. Yesterday, when I was taking my bath, I said, around 1 a.m., I said, Holy Ghost, me to have spent on books, power, bought books. So I bought more than 2,000 books. More than physical books. Not PDF and those ones. Those ones, I don't count them. I just refer them. But books are bought to read more than 2,000. I said, Holy Ghost, I bought books. The Holy Ghost said, why don't you make a library on every subject? I said, Holy Ghost, we are lifting the bar. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Your, your library is a collection of books on different topics. Holy Ghost said, make library on each topic. So if you are reading on finance, enter your library that is on finance. If you are reading on entrepreneurship, enter the library that is on that. I say, Holy Ghost, you are lifting it. You are raising the bar. You have to develop a studious lifestyle. Not everybody in the school graduates. It is only those who are students who graduate. People sell in school, they never graduate. People are security men, they never graduate. People drive bus, they never graduate. It takes studying to have graduation. Huh? You have to build an appetite for knowledge. Build it. Create it. And I'm not just talking about intellectual proficiency or studying in school. Because at a point, what you have studied in school seem not to correspond to the realities of what is happening in life. So when you come into the environment of life, you have to build your knowledge in the principles of life. I get it. You study the word, you study on general things that you need to know, and you study on your specific assignment. These are the parameters. 
You study the word to build yourself spiritually, to build yourself mentally. Then you study other general things that are important that you have to know. Like administration, like, like entrepreneurship, like leadership, like creativity, like innovation. These things are like management. You have to know them. Irrespective of your area, they will show up. Then your particular assignment, if it is ministry, you bury your head there. If it is fashion, you bury your head there. If it is agric, you bury your head there. You, you are learning about businesses generally, but you have a certain understanding that you, I am not doing all businesses like all business people. I have a particular area that I'm focusing on. That should become a priority. That should become a priority. My father in the ministry said, there is no book any man has written on the prophetic that I don't have. Why? I am a general in the prophetic. He said, there is no book. I saw a book written by Apostle Dr. Osu Benfa that I've been looking for for many years. I saw it in his hand. When you enter a library of men, you go around, you say, God, I'm an idiot. I have wasted money on food. You see, people look like they, are, they know something. But when you lift the discourse, you see they don't know much. Everybody knows how to organize himself. To look as if he has relevant knowledge. But when we change the discourse, you see, that you can be arguing over things that you don't know that reference has been made. In a book somewhere. You can be stretching an argument and thinking you have a point until you find out that this book has solved that mystery years ago. So when I take a book to read, the first thing I look at is the copyright. When was the book written? Published in copyright 2009. I said, Jesus... 2009. That means that this knowledge is 11 years a cake that I am now about to discover. You take some books, you open it, it was written in 1992. That means 2002, 2000, 2002, 2020, almost 20 years. That knowledge is more than 20 years. Other people have used it. Other people have employed it. They have gone ahead. I am now finding that knowledge. You are late. You are late. And you create relevance by the currency of knowledge. You don't have appetite for knowledge. There is no way you succeed. That's how come rich people marry poor people and rich people give inheritance to their children and they could not manage it. Why? They never studied management. How will you manage something you don't know how to manage? How will you manage something you don't know the value? Open my eyes, Lord, to the relevance of the currency of knowledge. Knowledge, knowledge is the force that exchanges failure for success. Nobody is born stupid, but some people definitely die stupid. That shouldn't be your case. That shouldn't be your case. Every time there must be something you are reading. I never travel anywhere without books. I have never done that. From Kaswa to Dansuman, two books. Because it's one hour each. As I'm coming, one hour. When I'm in a bus, traveling six hours, eight hours, books. Seven books, eight books, six books. I'm reading, I'm finding. My question is, what is it that I have to know to change the level that I have? 
force that encourages me to keep learning. It is either you become a learner or you find yourself leaning on other people to eat. There are people who 20 years ago they were staying in a story building. There are people who 20 years ago they were in a single room. But the people who were in a single room 20 years ago have come and have gone ahead, have made more story building, built many more businesses and those who were in story building 20 years are still in the same building. What, what changed? What changed? information. Dr. Paul Enetje, he said he was in the same church, the same ministry, and they were in a single room. The church was not working. You cannot say that about him today. 100,000 capacity church. What did he do? He was a medical doctor then. He's still a medical doctor now. What did he do? I'm encouraging you. Don't look like you know it. Know it. Don't look like you know it. Rather, know it. You build your knowledge. You build your knowledge. You remember Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3 to 4. Through wisdom, a house is built. By understanding it is established. And by knowledge it brings into it all precious manner of pearls. Do you know what that verse means? In short, it means that the way your room looks depends on your level of knowledge. That's the simplest way to define it. You build knowledge, things will change. Give yourself one year of continuous learning in, in, in the area of your assignment. When I started building my library many years ago, I was reading generally, then one day the Holy Ghost told me, read about the Holy Spirit. So if you remember, all my books was on the Holy Spirit. More than 200 books on one subject. Read until when? Read until the word becomes life. Then we build it from there. Recently, the Holy Ghost told me, read all the books written by Bishop Dagi Wadmilton. I said, hey, I've read some already. He said, start again. Macarius, start again. Holy Ghost, open my eyes so that I value knowledge. You see people, when they are talking about useless things, they are interested. But the moment they shift the conversation to something that makes sense, they are not coming for each other. You see that? You, you, don't, you have not built desire for that. It cannot come to you. It cannot come. So all the successful individuals are people who have built a culture of knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. Say knowledge. You have to know 
you have to understand your subject. Let me show you this verse. Proverbs 24. I want to show you one other verse. Proverbs 24. Are you there? Verse 5. Proverbs 24 verse 5. A wise man is strong. <laughs> My God. And a man of knowledge increases strength. That means that when God is talking about strength, he's not talking about muscles. He's talking about mental power. Don't argue with people who know better than you. Ask questions. Find answers. Try to bring yourself to a realm where you can appreciate what they are saying. How many states of matter do we have? How many? Three. That's what everybody said. But they are five. They are five. You see that your level of knowledge is different from mine on the subject. It's not argument. Go and Google it. You see people making argument with people who know more than them. It's not pride, it's foolishness. There are people who have the knowledge of what they are saying and you are arguing. Mental strength. Knowledge. Spirit of God. Bring me to that realm where my eyes will open to the value of knowledge. Lift up your voice and let's pray. Spirit of God, bring me to that realm where my eyes will open to the value of knowledge. In the name of Jesus. You saw my daughter Selena. She just left. She has to go to work. It's not easy. You have to do things. Does she hate the word of God? No. She has to she has things to do. It's not easy. That's why I'm teaching on some of these things like entrepreneurship. It will break you through from that. It will break you through. No insults to people who work for others, but that should not be the end of your dream. That should not be. Praise God. Let's go on. Point number what? Seven. Purpose-driven life. Successful people have a purpose-driven life. You are not too young to take life seriously. You are not too young to take life seriously. What does that mean? It means they know their purpose. In fact, this is where the whole thing starts from. You should know your particular assignment. You should know your particular purpose. What would that do? It would define, number one, your vision. So it brings the place of vision. Number two, the place of goals. Number three, the place of your gifts. Number four, the place of passion. Number five, the place of focus. 
vision, goals, gifts, passion, and focus. So when you see successful people and you watch their documentaries and you, you listen to their conversation, one of the things they keep saying is that, I know that this is what I was made for. That statement is a strong statement. I know I was born to do this. Or they'll say things like, I, I could have died still trying to do this. You know that they are saying that this thing that they are doing is their life. But unfortunately, most young people don't know the area of their assignment. Let me tell you something. This is not something your parents will tell you. It's not something your pastor will tell you. It's not something you will read in a book. It is something you will know from praying to God. Remember what Paul said. He said, what will you have me do? Lord, Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9 verse 6. What will you have me do? Lord, define to me the parameters of my assignment. It is not in the hand of a man. And this is so important. James chapter 4 verse 2. Look at this verse. James chapter 4 verse 2. James chapter 4 verse 2 and 3. You lust and you have not. You kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you have not, because you ask not. Say mercy. That means that your, your desire must be turned into a prayer. Okay? A desire is different from a prayer. That's why I said, any generation of people who are, I receive it, I receive but not I pray for it, I pray for it, they are joking. What I said, receive it, I receive it. It's not that like that. Jesus said, if ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive and ye shall have. So you only receive after praying, not just desiring. Okay, one day we'll, we'll get to that. But th that's why the scripture said, it's not just you desiring, but you praying. Now, verse 3, so important. He said, you ask. Now, he's talking about prayer now. You ask and you receive not. Now, the first part, he said that you, you don't receive because you don't ask. So somebody may say that it means that anytime I pray, I'm going to have the answer. Anytime I pray, I'm going to have the resource. As long as I have prayed, I'm going to have it. Now, James says that don't, don't, don't put the full stop there. James says in verse 3 that you now pray and you don't receive because you ask wrongly. You ask, the Greek says, you ask out of purpose. That means that any prayer which is not in line of your purpose will be answered. Any prayer which is not in line of purpose will not be answered. Therefore, it is more important for you to come to the place of discovery of purpose than praying. So, when you are praying about a job that God has not defined as part of your purpose, when you are praying to marry somebody that God has not defined to be part of your purpose, when you are praying for a certain business to have but God has not defined as that of your purpose, you will just be wasting your time praying with that resource. Why? Because the definition of your purpose does not include that. It is like a child 
who is telling the mother to give her the knife to play with. She's sincerely asking for something. She has a relationship with the mother. She has built love for the mother. The mother sacrificed, gave birth to her, taking care of her, but the mother will refuse the knife because the purpose of the knife by reason of the ignorance of the child the child will not be able to use the knife for its right purpose and will rather use the knife to destroy herself so the mother will refuse that even though this cry is legitimate and is sincere I'm not going to do it that's how you can be praying and you can be earnestly asking God for something but it's not in line It's so crucial. Finding out the why for your existence is so crucial. Just say, my brother is a pastor, so I'm a pastor. That's it, my brother. You don't say, my brother is a medical doctor, so I'm So men who have succeeded, businesses that have succeeded, are working in line of purpose. That's how come you can start a business in one area and end in another area. Don't fight it. God may have brought the first business for you to learn something as foundational principles for another thing. You don't fight it. And don't keep saying that the way I started from is where I will end. No, don't say that. God can shift things. God can shift things. Nanama McBrown went to play justify your inclusion to represent the black maidens, black queens, if you don't know. She went to play justify your inclusion. She was the best player at the camp, but they refused her from entry. Refusing her from entry is what has made her the celebrity she is today. In line of purpose. In line of purpose. It's taking her everywhere. It's opening tremendous doors for her. What are you forcing yourself to that God is closing the door that you are going to call a carpenter to make it? When you are trying to do certain things and they are not working, irrespective of how much you have prayed, fasted, done everything, leave it. Just leave it. That's why Jesus prayed three times in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said, Father, not my will, let your will be done. First one, he came. Same thing. Second one, after the third one, he said, into your hands I commit my spirit. I said, I've seen that you are not in prayer. You don't keep struggling. If you keep struggling in the direction of where God is taking you, why, why will you get there? How will you get there? And I keep saying, it was never my desire to be a man of God. Never, never, never. And I say, if I knew that I would be a man of God, I would have lived my life differently earlier. But I didn't know. Hey, let me tell you something. Don't tell anybody. Even when Jesus appeared to me the first time, I had still not made my mind. Yes. This one, Jesus, you won't be here. I still not made my mind. It took 
I, I gave up on my purpose. It's not as if I embraced this. I gave up on my own before I said, okay, you know, everything was just because my dream was to be a lawyer. Put a lot of people in prison and just laugh as I put them in prison. Put them to the chains that come and just laugh. You are laughing. By now, if I'm a lawyer, I will be in prison by now. For all the things you have done to me, you are in this home, maximum. The mercy. But that's not the plan of God. When I meet my friends, even my family, they say, but you should have been a professor. We thought you'd be a professor or a doctor. Or whatever. See, every time when they say that, it pains me to the core. I say, God, at least you will be a singer. That's why I told God that if you let this ministry fail, you will do it yourself. Because me and Cassandra, you understand me. I said, God, let it work. If it's not working, you and your ministry, go and find another prince, a child or Kelvin. Use that one. Let me be in my chambers. Prince and Prince Chambers. I know you go to jail. I say, I will defend him. Send me $15,000. I will defend him. It's not the case at all. But I mean, himself, they are caught up in praise Jesus. Now, one has had the second half of war. We know about horses, we go defend them. Also, with them. So, that was my dream. My father in the ministry, his dream was to become a professor and later go into the military and overthrow the current president of Ghana. Year after year. That was his own dream. He said, when he sees blood, then he's happy. When people are fighting and blood spills, then he's, he's, he's grateful. God touched his heart. So anybody who was growing up young and the person already goes to do the work of God, I am afraid of you. You are not a real person. There is no way you could be loving God when you did not know him. That as for you, all you wanted to do was to be a pastor, even when you were not born again. That's serious. How can a heart that does not know God want to serve God? purpose. Let's go to the next one. Point number one. Point number eight. Multiple streams of income. All successful individuals and institutions have created more than one source of income. So let us mention some successful sports web businesses. Sportswear. Nike. What does Nike produce? Shoes. Is it their shoes? Jerseys. Watches. Have you seen that jersey in Nike? We are branching. Have you seen it? Another sportswear that is doing well. Adidas. What do they produce? Shoes. Is that is it just shoes? What else? Oh, please open your mouth. Socks, yes. What else? Jerseys. Mags. Bags, yes. What else? So have you seen that Jesse and Addis, we are branching. By the way, my shoes is Nike. 
<laughs> before you say, <laughs> let's go on. Hallelujah. Me and Cristiano Ronaldo, we are in the same camp. Mercy that is, we take at this. We don't like it. So, let's take phones. Let's take other businesses that go, okay, let's take phones. Any good phone manufacturing company. Samsung. Is it only one brand they have? How many brands? Plenty. Laptops. Uh-huh. Fridges. Televisions. Uh-huh. Sound speaker. Perfume. Yes. Yes. Samsung, they have limited edition. Let me have to talk. Hello. I know they will be on IM upgrade. Samsung, no money now. Jesus. I'm going to do Samsung pre-8 again and I'm going to do Alabasta, my man, you see, the perfume, the two years of the salary. I'm going to do perfume, sister, Ghana. Take it out. Let's go. Hallelujah. Hey, we'll be your master. I said, maybe I need a 13 series. So, you see, Samsung, we are brand to any other places. Now, cars, any good car manufacturing industry or brand. Mercedes, Benz. Is it only one class they have? They have how many classes? So many classes. When you move to Ford, same thing. Have you seen that? When you move into Toyota, you see they have different models. They have Yaris. They have Camry. They have Corolla. They have Venza. They have Land Cruiser. They have Avensas. Avensas or something. Yeah. They are all Toyota, but different. You, you say all your life, it's only chips that you will sell. Wake up. You sell watermelon, you will sell only watermelon. Wake up. Forgive. I said forgive. Have you seen Dr. Sonny Badu? He is doing musical concerts. He's brought one. Is it Energizer? Or Energizer with a wife? Annie. Yeah, is it Energizing Conference or something? Jesse, he and the wife, which is different from the choir, which is different from his church, which is different from other programs he's doing. You see men of God who are succeeding. It's not just preaching in their church. Other churches, other conferences, other seminars, CDs, books. It's not enough to say this one thing one thing I do, don't, 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 don't stretch it. Is to sell shoelace all your life. Better diversify. You have to begin to look at going into other things. That is how successful people live. Why? So that if this one does not work, this one will work. You know Cristiano Ronaldo? He's the first ever world record sign who is going to earn billions of dollars for Nike. What is he into? Playing football. Adverts. That guy has done more adverts than being on the field playing ball. And the ads bring him more money than what he earns at Juventus. They don't have money. Juventus is a poor club. Old ladies there. Now young girls try to say now old ladies. They don't have money. Yeah? But that person alone, his ads, the things he does, a lot of, he's, he's created multiples. That's how to learn. I want you to go beyond just the gift that you have. Because even just the single gift that you have, there are many other ways that you can create other streams out of it. 
Hallelujah. Are we together? Job chapter 1 verse 3. How many phones, uh, models does uh, Apple have? I hear they're about to release an uh, iPhone 12 that you can break it into two. You break the screen and the two screen will come at the back. Sister, and they say, no soon, Tino, OT, you see, what would you now? What would you buy? Who be Google? Who better iPhones now? I saw the other one. Who better call? When I are here, three will hear my back. How will you make more? Better buy your way. Praise Jesus. I know there will be fight after church. Job chapter 1, verse 3. Job chapter 1, verse 3. His substance also was 7,000 sheep. Everybody say sheep. 3,000 camels. Say camels. 5,000 yoke of oxen, say oxen. And 500 she asses, say asses. And a very great household, say household. Now, the culmination of this is what the scripture says. So that, so that means that as a result of what he had. Are you getting it? So that this man was the greatest of all the men of the east. He takes multiple streams to enter into greatness. Asses, donkeys, cattle, sheep great household combined. Am I teaching you something? It is not enough to know one thing. It is not enough to have one business. It is not enough to have one source of income. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. In fact, we have actually moved from having two two sources of income. We have moved. I was reading an article on, on Forbes magazine. Ten jobs that will be that ten kinds of jobs that will be out of service in the next ten years. I said, Jesus. When I saw it, I said, I'm kidding. Number one, they said delivery service. I said, hey, the business that we are now going to enter is about to leave. They say, uh, they say why? They say drones. They say number two, taking pictures. I say why? They say drones. Eh? Because the drones can go higher than where human beings can go. And can take better pictures than what human beings can take. What are you I went to school to learn typewriter and how to type. I had to wake up. God, <laughs> wake up. It is passing. It is living. You don't go to school to read secretarial stuff. You've wasted your money. Read on something that cannot be replaced. Nothing will replace reading. Nothing will replace writing. Nothing will replace speaking. Nothing will replace singing. Nothing will replace drawing. Because all these things have an emotional attachment. That when you let robots do, they cannot do it the way men will do it. But you are doing something that a robot will do and nobody will have a problem. You are, you are out of 
work. When Corona came, you see how people are in the house. You see it. You see how the world has divided job into what they call it essential services, eh? And eh, non-essential zuguma. You see how some people are in the house when they want to go somewhere. What do you do? I'm at this and they say, "Go home fast now, before you die out of sickness." Other places get they say, "I'm a doctor. I'm a pharmacist. Oh, please go. God bless you." What's that? Essential, non-essential. You are all in school. You think you have the same future? It's not true. It's not true. You build success by finding your yourself in places that are so relevant that you cannot be easily replaced. And those are the businesses that we should watch. Yeah. Yeah. You see how bankers are losing people because now almost all the ATMs, all the automated machines, they now not just give us money but can receive money as well. You see how they are sacking um, what they call them, tellers from the bank. Echo Bank, 2018. More than 500 people were told to come to the house because they were not needed. All they could do was to be a teller. A teller with a brown face. Ma machine is now doing it. Go and sleep. Wake up now. Wake up. Wake up very fast. Wake up. Holy Ghost, open my eyes to where my next business is located. Lift up your voice. Pray. Holy Ghost, open my eyes to where my next business is located. Let me hear a voice. Oh. Let me hear a voice. Lift up your voice. Don't pray out of fear. Pray out of faith. Spirit divine, open my eyes. In the name of Jesus. Amen. When the COVID season was heightened and there was lockdown and all that, you saw how private teachers, now still private teachers have not been paid since. You know that. Eh? Do you know that? They have not been paid since. And you saw how GTV created a new channel to teach people. You saw how the same thing is on Crystal TV. People are losing their job. They are losing it. Don't, 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 don't joke around. People are losing it. If you can easily be replaced by what you are doing, you are... It is not as if you are not useful, but something more efficient has come. Something easily accessible has come. Something more effective has come. That even though we love you and we cherish you and we honor you, we cannot still keep doing business with you. You have to open your eyes. You have to open your eyes. 
and go into the gifts that God has given you and make channels through them. Make channels through them. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show you. Amen. Verse 2, And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Hallelujah. Jump to chapter 24, verse 1. And Abraham was old and well stricken in age. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. He had blessed him in how many things? It is time for you to open your eyes beyond what you are doing and get to other things because in other things you will locate his blessing as well. You will locate his blessing as well. You sit under such an anointing with such messages one year or oh, a lot of things will see. A lot of people have already shifted by the messages I preach. A lot, lot, lot. I can say by the grace of God that I am somebody who improves others. You, your mind will change. There is no limit to the possibilities that can come in your life. It is your imagination that is blocking you. That's why you have to change your imagination by learning. Because if you have new information, it shifts your imagination. If your imaginations are shifted, possibilities are created. You see how it is possible to achieve something that you thought you couldn't have done. Bisike said, if I knew the music ministry would blossom like this, I should have started earlier. Glover Nyaku said, if I knew that Glover's help would have worked like that, I would have started earlier. What is that? Information they carry now has shifted their imagination. It's possible. I said it is possible. Let's go on. Point number one. Nine. Maybe we'll stop at ten so, so that uh, we can rest. Hallelujah. <laughs> is there a marathon course? Uh, carry it. Carry it. Number nine. Integrity. Successful men, successful businesses are built on integrity. What is integrity? Integrity means honesty. Integrity means sincerity. Integrity means faithfulness. So important. So important. Most people are not sincere. There are people who are on the sick bed. They are still lying. What did you take before you slept? Because we want to know what caused it. I didn't take anything. I didn't took alcohol. We have to go and do tests. And this is to say your blood has alcohol. What is that? You lie, you lie on the sick bed. There are people that... You see, let me, let me speak about something so important. Negotiating for a business deal does not be, mean become a liar. 
there are people that if they have to negotiate a deal, it is time to lie. If you want to tell somebody that I don't want to sell this thing to you at that price, I please, I'm, I want to sell it to you at 1,200 Ghana City. The person said, I can pay 1,000 Ghana So, I've even bought it at 1,100 Ghana and 50 cities. The only one that I have is 50 cities on top, which are lies. Why don't you stand firm on your position and out of respect and proper communication try to send your message than to lie, to get the money and lose your integrity before God. So people do the business and it's lies. As I've grown up, I've seen that every repairer is a chronic liar. Car repairer, shoe repairer, book repairer, phone repairer, watch repairer, TV repairer, laptop repairer, liars. Liars at heart. When should I come for it? Come tomorrow for it. You go, he's not there. You call him, he please. Oh, 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 me, oh, oh, me, oh, me, oh, man, kesim. Mrs. Danyaki to a car bomb, but when who? Okada hospital, doctor, no, she no, she collapse here. You see, two weeks extra. They come, they come suddenly, and they give you the thing. They say, man, tomorrow, yo, it's me the command, madam, we have a car that was thrown by liars. Somebody bought an expensive gold watch for me. I was trying to change something. And then I, I forgot it, but it was not working at the point. So I took it to repair. They said they couldn't. They showed me a specialist. I took it to the specialist. The next time I went, the specialist had my watch on him. I said, Why are you putting on? He said, I'm nice. It's nice. I'm using it to take fans. I said, My blood, Jesus. You are using my watch to take fans. At just look at that cow and I said, God. That's how they repair people's car, they crash the car. You repair somebody's laptop, why do you use it? You repair something that belongs to somebody, why do you use it? So then lies come in, fabrications come in, then you lose your integrity. You have reputation before men, but you have lost integrity before God. You don't trade reputation, you don't trade integrity for reputation. Reputation is what people know you for. Integrity is what God knows you for. People are unable to go for a meeting, come to church or something. You ask them, why didn't you come? Let's lie. There are people, they are so good at lying that they have planned three lies. That if lie one fail, I will inject lie two. If lie two fails, that for lie three cannot fail. It's a mastermind. Keep lying till your life is now different from who you really are. So when you stand in front of the mirror, you don't know your real self. Because you are projected an image outside which is different from your true self. So, the, the value of what you represent is watered down before God. Come on, yes, it's yes, no, it's no. I did it as I did it. I didn't did it as I didn't did it. That's all. Did I did it? I didn't did it. I didn't did it. You say you did it. I didn't did it. Did you see me did it? I didn't did it. That is integrity. So many people don't. There are some questions you can't ask some people before they will lie. Let me
stay on my path. Numbers chapter 12 verse 7. Tell the person close to you, be honest, be honest, be honest, be honest. Ask the person, why do you lie like that? Ask the person. Right now, if they give you opportunity, you will lie here. We have closed it. You saw one lady who came to church with you. Be, instead of you to go straight forward and communicate with the person, you are lying. I, I brought my car, but they took it home. I'm calling for them to bring drug brandy. Tragia. Tragia brandy. People lie. They lie so much that when you see their true self, it's, it's so disgraceful. But if you had represented yourself like that, you would have had mercy. You would have had favor. When we hear someone say, My father is the minister of fisheries. You say, Wow, that's awesome. Somebody had that current affairs, current affairs, who, who, what you know about your ministers. There's a, there's a book like that. We opened the book, the current minister of fisheries was a woman. Say, Your father is a woman. Your father is a woman. Numbers of the 12 verse 7. My servant Moses is not so. Who is faithful in all my house. Have you seen that? Let it become somebody's testimony in the name of Jesus. Faithful in business. Faithful in church. Faithful in relationship. Faithful in ministry. Faithful in assignment. You see people who are gossiping about you, but when they appear before you, they smile. They're so fantastic. Lack of faithfulness. Mercy. Number 10, the last one. Let's do it. The secret of overcoming obstacles and continuous improvement. Overcoming obstacles and continuous improvement. So, successful businesses and successful people don't let the challenges they go through to break them down. As human as they are, when they go through challenges, they keep pushing. So many people who have successful businesses now have failed businesses many times. You know J.K. Rowling, the author of um, Harry Potter, she failed million times. Million times. Yes, she became a billionaire. She's a billionaire. She's a billionaire. From writing Harry Potter. It was rejected by so many printing presses in New York. Uh, this Da Vinci drawing. This Mona Lisa painting by Da Vinci so expensive yet the man who did it himself said it was the it was the worst thing he had done because he take printing press print they say it's not nice throw it away he threw it away scrambled everything in the dustbin and died it's after he died that the wife saw it printed mona lisa out you can't buy mona lisa you can't buy it you go to the french palace you can't buy it it's hanging there you can't buy it so, success is a product of many failed attempts. Praise God. 
What does that mean? It means that if you are doing something in your life now and you are failing, don't give up. Successful people keep keeping on. Successful people keep pushing. So I want you to look at these five things. So don't let your character stop you. Overcome some of the habits. Overcome them. Take charge. Don't let crisis break you down. Character crisis number three. Don't let circumstances break you down. Most of the churches have decided that because we are in a corona season, they won't do church. By the time they think everything has done, they have lost all their church members. Because the church members all over the world are seeing the difference between pastors who have faith and pastors who don't have faith. And pastors who believe in the Bible and pastors who don't. And all the members are making their minds. So by the time you say, now my faith has come, and by the way, they have gone to other churches already. And as other people are watching other people on Facebook, Instagram, and they are making their mind. Oh, we'll go there. We'll go here. That's it. You don't let circumstance break you down. You don't allow it. Number four, don't allow casualties to break you down. Accidents to break you down. If you are traveling from Ghana to Australia and you have fuel shortage, so you have to change the plane, would they bring you back to Ghana or you continue? You continue. There is nothing like an accident or like an incident that should break you down. You have to keep pushing. You see, when you see the back, the back of people who have succeeded, you will see a lot of failure there. But the failure is covered. Nobody sets up a business and, and succeeds by the first one. It's not easy like that. Something will fail irrespective of what you inject into it. It's like that. Because you have to build certain realms of knowledge to advance. You fail this one, this one doesn't work. You push ahead. You push ahead. Then suddenly you now find yourself in the center of where you should be. Ah, you begin to succeed easily. So anytime you do something and you fail, tell yourself that I'm pushing it once more. You are gaining more experience. You are gaining more experience. You are having more exposure. It means that the next one will work. So you don't let things that become difficult in your life to break you down. Hallelujah. And lastly, conquest. Don't let the success of yesterday hold you from succeeding today. Are you getting me? The fact that things worked in your life yesterday does not mean that you should relax. You have to still keep pushing on. You have to still keep pushing on. Why? Because there are greater measures ahead of you. There are bigger markets that you can enter into. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. Oh my God. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 to 3. 
Somebody say, I am pressing on. I want you to confess it with all faith. Say, I am pressing on. Don't let anything stop you. You fall down, you rise up again. When mothers are teaching their children to walk, when they fall down, do they, let, do they bring them pillow to sleep there? They say, sorry, sorry, sorry. Two, tata, till the child can walk. And suddenly he begins to run. Then he begins to steal from the soup. You want to beat him, he has run away. You taught him mentorship. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain upon tables, that he may run that reader in verse 3. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. My goodness. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. My God. Though it tarries, wait for it. Have you seen that? Though it tarries, do what? Wait for it. Because it will surely come to pass and it will not what? Tarry. That is the heart you should develop. That the vision that I'm setting for my business, the vision I'm setting for that music ministry, the vision I'm setting for that writing ministry, it looks as if it is tarrying. I'm setting this mind for this business. It looks as if it is tarrying. But I keep waiting for it. That though it tarries, though there are circumstances, crises, there are things that look like it's making it impossible for me to have the reality of my imagination. I don't give up. Because the vision is for an appointed time. What does it mean? Keep pushing. The Bible says, he that readeth it must run with it. It's not enough to read it. You must run with it. You run means you have focus. You run means you have goals. You run means you have targets. That even though it looks like you are not getting there, you are still pushing. Anytime you come into the presence of God, you study his word. Take his word as a word he's communicating to you personally. And appropriate that word. And walk in the reality of that revelation. And suddenly you see that certain things will be shifting for you. I see things shifting for somebody here in the name of Jesus. So you don't have to give up. Hallelujah. You have to keep pushing. You have to keep pressing. If I had given up, I wouldn't have been here. If I had given up, I wouldn't have helped other people to succeed where they are. You keep pushing. You keep pushing. This door, I fetch water, cold water, put in my head. My head was burning with heat. Say, Jesus, Jesus, help me. How do you sleep and preach a message like this? How do you sleep and deliver like this? don't sleep. Either your eyes become brown by reading or your brain is still empty. You choose between your eyes and your brain. Hmm? So you build what you have to build. And I want you to have this understanding that the success of many people depend on your own success. The blessing of many people depend on your own blessing. It is not just a matter of succeeding as an individual. You are setting a pace for a whole generation. There are a lot of people who are looking up to you. That when you enter into success, they will succeed as well. You make great influence in the parameter of your calling and your assignment. And you affect many dispensations and dimensions of life. 
you cannot give up. You cannot give up. I want you to lift up your voice right now begin to pray. Holy Spirit, grant me the strength to pursue. Clap your hands. Let's pray. Clap your hands. Let's pray. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word. Accept it. Adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and youtube via the handle prophet or queen you can also meet him live at the mountain of results auditorium dansuman market complex accra ghana stay blessed to clear my